Welcome to episode number five. Today we're going to talk about fleeting democracy. Um, if people have been paying attention to what has been happening lately uh, in the news, we are finding that um, our basic rights are slowly being taken away behind closed doors in the dark and all in the middle of a pandemic. So, um, such basic rights, for example, most recently the question of our rights to vote safely is something that has come under fire. And the post office has been at the helm of this with the new postmaster, putting in place different uh, orders and regulations, which seemingly will make it far more difficult for Americans to vote safely and effectively using the Postal Service. So, uh, let's put out there, uh, when you say seemingly, I see this in my neighborhood already. That's with the receipt of mail. I would say, like, um, since I've been an adult, I receive at least one piece of junk mail each day. Mm -hmm. Now, I receive mail once a week, um, which ties up important letters that I might be waiting for, as well as things that I might discard. But if it's my mail, mm -hmm. my law, I should receive it. Uh, I've lost packages, uh, different, oh, by the way, uh, I started noticing this when I never received my absentee ballot for the primary election mm -hmm. in, uh, in my state. So it's, it's real. Like, it's not even a thing that we could say is potentially becoming a problem. It's a problem right now, even prior to the vote, because people are unable to receive their medicine on a, in a timely way. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, people who are expecting mail that might include money uh, don't receive it on time, and that, that today's time definitely is a time, it's not a time where we shall hold up people's money. Uh, some people are desperate for it. And the post office, not the post office, but um, if I could say uh, a current leadership and their allies who run the post office are setting it up so that they can paint the post office as unreliable and right. thereby uh, call the election into question. Correct. Um, yes, and I stand corrected on using the term seemingly because that has since been proven that um, these things have in fact been happening and information has since um, been made available through uh, lower down leadership supervisors who have reported these inequities in the postal service. Um, yeah, you are correct, and I don't know if you recall that this came about um, around about last year. I remember hearing 
45, and I say 45 because I, I prefer not to use his name, he started talking about um, how he felt the post office um, was not a reliable organization. So he started setting this up for quite some time. And since then, he's been putting out his opinion, and most recently, he's been blatant about what his intentions are concerning the post office. I mean, it is quite obvious that he is attempting to skew the flow of the post office so that it makes it very difficult for votes to be counted properly, which I think is, um, besides the fact that it's evil and deceitful, um, we are in, a in the middle of a pandemic and to force people to have to come out and risk their health in order to exercise their right as an American to vote is beyond evil. And that, that brings us to, yeah, yeah. And that brings us back to uh, what you and I had discussed previously, and that is this notion of autonomy or self-government that he seems to want to bring this country into. And we have had um, what some may refer to as subtle hints. I think they're quite blatant, actually. It started with something that we had mentioned in a previous episode, which is the militarization of the army and other troops to control peaceful protests or what he repeatedly referred to as riots. There was the propaganda that also came in that took clips that happened in another country, I believe it was Yugoslavia, where people were actually rioting due to a governmental situation in that country. And he attempted to present it as though that was in fact happening here. In other words, he took that same footage from Yugoslavia and used it here in America and said, this is America. Let us not also forget how he made the comment regarding the suburban housewife in an attempt to um, place fear into whom he has dubbed the suburban housewife in terms of having people that don't look like that so-called suburban housewife moving into her neighborhood and causing all sorts of problems. Now, if that doesn't sound like uh, something that you would expect to hear perhaps in the 40s or the 50s, um, I don't know what does. But again, this is all causing the fleeting of our democratic system, our rights, our inalienable rights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
created before they even got to the Jewish people. But what I want to point out is that he broke down all of the systems of government and then started killing people who actually uh, talked against him in order that there would be no other voice. His voice was the common voice of the people, and they like to say that the, the German people as a whole put Hitler into power, but no, he did that by force. So he actually took the German democracy at that point and turned it into an autocracy, which um, is what, if we know our history, we can avoid repeating it. So it's something that I would ask everyone to look into how that actually happened um, close to 100 years ago. Because he started building and uh, looking at what he wanted to do with Germany back in the 1920s. So, and then he was allowed to run rampant because people turned a blind eye because it wasn't fair. So, we need to stand up and take a look at everything that's happening now because 45 is actually trying to turn back the clock on any progress that we've made in order that he can create chaos. And in chaos, there's the opportunity to hide a lot of things, including the new bills that he and his cronies are trying to push through, uh, like, for instance, with fair housing. Right. So we really need to take a look at our history, and not only here in America, but across the world, because... People don't just follow the blueprint from here. They follow them from all of the autocrats in history. Right. I I wanted to point out um, during your um, discussion regarding Hitler and what was happening in Germany, yes, um, the Jewish community was the targeted group of people, and yes, many were killed prior to the Jewish community. Uh Um, Not all Germans agreed with Hitler, as we know. Um, And I want to point that out. There were those who um, actually helped the Jews, and there were those who spoke out, and they were killed, too. Um, What we are seeing now is not something that just started. Um, When we focus on what is happening here in America, this is something um, that has progressed over time. But those who were part of it before... Um, mainly did it undercover, behind closed doors, in the dark. Although we did have um, J. Edgar Hoover, who manipulated the rules according to his benefit, not as um, blatant as we are seeing today. But, for example, um, there is the right to bear arms, correct? Back during the time of Edgar J. Hoover, um, we had the Black Panthers who assembled, and they exercised that right to bear arms. All of a sudden, it wasn't a right anymore. There was an exception, and that exception became the Black Panthers. And, you know, it 
it's quite ironic how historically we are seeing the repetition of things. They're just going about it in different ways. Right. There were some that attempted to be politically correct about it, if you will, or politically incorrect, uh-huh. and hide behind, um, you know, the the way things were worded, or try to single out certain circumstances that created a discrepancy and forced people to question whether that was right or wrong. Again, we have that propaganda that was happening. Uh-huh. But today, it has become very blatant. There's no hiding. It is all about calling a spade a spade right now. Um, uh-huh. An attempt to create fear, that propaganda. Again, and, and when you and I speak, I always talk about 45 being Alice in Alice of Wonderland falling down the rabbit hole with his arms flailing, trying to grasp at things. Anything that would help him to achieve this self-government vision that he has. Um, Voting is our right. And in being our right, we have to make sure that beyond a shadow of a doubt, we maintain that right. Because we want our voices to be so clear that uh-huh. there is no doubt as to who has won and who has lost. Right. Um, well, you know, I just wanted to speak to the point before we go much farther ahead uh, that you made with regard to the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, you know, we have the right to bear arms according to the Constitution. However, well, one of the amendments. However, what I'll say is that we, as a country, never recognized, fully recognized black people as citizens anyway. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, of course, that is the Second Amendment, but that does not apply to you. But again, that was the loophole that was used to take down. The black For sure, but there there are there are other situations like voting where it's uh, been an issue for uh, ever since slavery was supposedly about abolished. Where it's kind of okay, we're not uh, considered we're not considering uh, black people citizens. So here's what we're going to do. The slavery, uh, the voting laws, at one point when the Jim Crow laws were initially being put into place, it said that, hey, you had to pass these literacy tests, but it actually made it hard for uh, other races to pass as well. Absolutely. So they put in the grandfather voting voting laws, whereas if your grandfather was able to vote, then you're able to vote. So, right. obviously, uh, blacks could not pass that, pass that because their grandfathers were slaves. Right. But then so, we had civil rights movement. And that civil rights movement, movement, and that civil rights that movement, movement gave us the right to vote. 
And I don't, and I. And then, and then it wasn't, it wasn't finished though. No, then, no, it's not finished. It, it's uh, not finished. Yeah, this the civil rights movement um, is something that is going to be continuous until um, civil rights are truly achieved. And I say that because um, civil rights are not just for black people. Civil rights also encompasses everyone who is not being treated equally and fairly. And they're is no such thing of a, as equality in this country until everyone is equal. Right. As long as someone is being treated unfairly, as long as someone is being discriminated against, as long as someone is being left out, America does not have equality. And I want to right. emphasize that because um, I don't want people to be discouraged from the system of voting. Yes, we know there are many loopholes in that. We know that um, that needs to be revamped. But we also have to line our ducks up as a country to allow those changes to take place. We have to exercise our voices. We For have sure. To. And, but, but I'll say to your point about all people being treated as one, I totally agree with that. But whether a law is passed with black, red, yellow, whatever color or person in mind, it helps all of the groups that have been uh, treated unfairly in this country. So, you know, whether the conversation uh, that we have without undercutting any other particular group when we're talking about a specific group, it's not as though it doesn't encompass them because what happens is that if uh, black people bring forth an unfairness that's happening, if they make a law to outlaw that unfairness, then it's going to help everyone, not just black people. That is correct. And, And that was one of the... Uh, primary significant issues with the civil rights movement. Um, While the civil rights movement was specifically um, initiated because of the continued injustices and social injustice occurred with black people, those same injustices at a smaller scale were happening for other groups of people as well. So when we march in solidarity, when we protest in solidarity, we are doing so to create the equality that we were just speaking of. And it doesn't matter which group is seeking equality because if there's, like I said, if there's any group that is finding themselves on the outside of equality, then we all need to stand together and make sure that everyone is treated equally because it, it, it won't be the American dream, if it isn't done that way. It won't be democracy if it isn't done that way. So, you know, we, we all have to fight, you know, and it doesn't, regardless of the order that it comes in, if it comes in with first handling the situation with black lives being destroyed on a daily basis, 
And I say that first because that has been ongoing continuously for hundreds of years. As has the killing of Native Americans has been going on for a long time. With blacks, it is so very prominent, so very obvious, so very clear that people have actually gotten used to hearing about it in the news every day. Exactly. Because it happens so frequently. What we also need to do as humans is we need to uh, reach our hand out, extend our hand out to Native Americans because they have been the silent majority for hundreds of years, tucked away in reservations. Horrible things continue to happen to them and we don't know because it doesn't make front page news or it's, it doesn't even what frequent is, our newspapers what is so un, unbelievable to me is how quickly um people in the government people just in general have they pass judgment on how people behave in other countries mm-hmm. yet this country has run a campaign of terror on so many people in this country ever since its inception. Oh, yes. Whereas they acted, like you said, they routinely uh, destroyed the lives of and, uh, shall we even say, the self-sustainability in order that they need to rely on certain things from the country and then they are not given what they need in order for things to be equitable. Yes. And it's been ever ever since uh, the Native Americans were joined by other people coming to this country. That is correct. That is correct. Um, you know, we need to raise up our voices. We need to move as one because as humans, we are one. And if anyone is being dehumanized, if anyone is being treated less than human, and when I say anyone, I mean anyone. I don't care what shade you are. I don't care what your sexual orientation is. I don't care if you're male or female. If anyone is being treated in a way that is discriminatory to them, then we all need to stand beside that person and say this is not to happen because that is the only way that things are going to change. And it may not happen overnight, but eventually it will happen. Eventually, it must happen. So, I totally agree with that statement. There, in this science, um, there's a state called stasis. So, eventually, we as a people, as a culture, we have to reach some equitable conclusion. It's just the 
Right. Um, so we want to make sure that the good people, no matter what shade, are, uh, you know, treated as good people. The bad people are treated, you know, uh, with what they deserve. But uh, it has, it cannot be based on shade. It can't be based on, uh, you know, what you have in your pocket. It can't be based on where you come from, where your ancestors come from. It just has to be, in this country, an American is an American, and this country was founded on the fact that uh, we invite people, if they're looking for freedom, they're looking for true freedom, to come to America and you could find a home and potentially, uh, you know, make your life better. And for ever since this, the people have come to this country, it seems that that has only been true for certain types of people. It needs to be true for everyone. Well, yes. I absolutely agree with that. I'm not so certain that um, the world has the same view of coming to America to to fulfill a dream as they once did. Um, I think the truth in history has become the forefront of, of what the foundation of this country has been. And if we as Americans are going to continue to attempt to present ourselves as a as a leading country, as a world power, we are absolutely going to have to live up to the expectation of equality and making sure that everyone has what they need in order for things to be equitable. Um, you know, many people had the privilege of immigrating to this country. Um, some people did not have that opportunity to do that. Um, that is how blacks ended up being here in America. Many were forced here, enslaved. Native Americans are the only natives to this country. And we see how they are being treated and have been treated. Again, if we are going to um, promote ourselves as humans, we must do what is humanly correct to do. Um, and those that refuse to behave as humans will therefore deem themselves to be inhumane. And as you said, they will be dealt with accordingly, whatever that encompasses, if that is uh, laws that have them um, become more accountable for their behavior, which I think certainly needs to be put in place. Um, certain organizations need to be disband, such as the Klan. Um, that organization has violated rights since its onset, and yet they continue to exist. Any the Klan is a terroristic organization. Any organization identified as such should be disbanded. And it, it has proven itself to be over a hundred and a hundred and fifty close to years. Mm -hmm. Why is it still in existence here in the US? Well we know why. We know why. Because of yeah. people like forty five who support organizations such as that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, racism has no place in this country anymore. It's old, it's tired, yeah. we don't want it, we don't need it. The people are speaking up daily and saying they don't mm-hmm. want it. We need to pay attention to what's happening in Belarus, where people have been protesting peacefully. And the police are coming in and, and different organizations are being put together to cart these people off in unmarked vehicles. You know, and we saw that very frightening, or many of us may have seen that very frightening uh, video of the young, which seemed to be college-age students, lined up and clearly assaulted by their captives mm-hmm. in front of a video camera to denounce the organization or the, the peaceful protests for um, a, a clearly fixed election. And this is what we are about to be faced with in less than 100 days. Um, we, we need to stand solid. We need to stand clear. Um, we need to make our voices known. Perhaps we shouldn't even, you know, perhaps we should even consider changing the names of these parties because they've been so tarnished over the course of the four years. Yeah. Let's, you know, take a really quickly just look at what you described, and it sounds very close to what happened in Portland, Oregon, yeah. uh, with regard to the militarization mm-hmm. of uh, certain cities uh, within our country. So, yes, we, we really have to pay attention. Yes, we have to be our own watchdogs. We have to actually, when we watch things uh, on the media, when we see things come across our social media path, we we need to make sure and validate those things and make sure that they are in fact true, and not just um, take it as being so. I mean, if if 45 sends out a tweet and says the the sky is purple with orange polka dots, uh, you need to look up and see if the sky is truly that color. And if it isn't, you need to respond accordingly and act accordingly Mm -hmm. and not follow blindly. Um, You know, when you give up your uh, authority to think, when you give up your right to validate the information in which you are being fed, you have added or contributed to this bleeding democracy. Right. mm -hmm. So... As we come to the end of yet another episode, I want to remind people, adhere to your social responsibility. Do what's right, not just for you, but what's right for others around you. And if that means a moment of inconvenience for yourself, then so be it, especially if it means saving a life. So thank you for joining us this week, and we hope to see you again here or have you back with us again next week. Thank you.